Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the most popular and least listened to podcast in the world, the Sixth Sense Media Podcast, with your host, Mike Phelan. Okay. Uh, last time I talked to you guys, it was just after the, the UFO um, raid thing. So what's been going on since yeah. then? Because that was quite a while ago. Where's Joe? Is he on? Oh, yep, yeah, I'm right here. Why don't I see you? Hold on. I don't oh, see Joe either. Are. I'm right here. Hi, Joe. Hello. Good. Yeah, man. Um, Area 51 was a total blast. Um, oh, yeah. And it was a, an experience of a lifetime because um, I don't know if it's going to happen again. When you think about COVID <laughs> kind of interrupted the second opportunity, um, oh, yeah. people were going to go back and people were going to continue celebrating that and making that a yearly event. But, you know, it's not happening this year. So, um, we don't know if anything like that, or that still will happen again. So we were just really excited to be part of it. And, um, what we've been doing recently actually is we're doing a lot of research on those three government videos and more on their origins and more on what's going on scientifically in the videos, trying to do our best to understand that, you know, we're not rocket surgeons, but, uh, you know, we do our best to make sense of what we're seeing mm. and, um, we're planning a trip to Roswell soon. So that's going to be the next Yep. <laughs> adventure we're heading back to roswell uh when you're talking about the the government the ones that were released last year there were the infrared videos right of the whatever was flying over uh, it was, uh 2017 those were released yeah okay so it's yeah. those you're those you're researching okay yeah there's a lot of debate going on online about them and uh, uh, yeah one looks like a uh, a flying duck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not. I'm. I'm pretty sure that one's not a UFO. But I mean, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not well, the expert. You guys. You guys know a lot more about this than I do. The thing is about those videos is they're totally weird and unexplained. Mm -hmm. And so leave it to the internet. To, that's my parrot, by the way. If you hear, uh, well, you uh, shut that, that thing up. I was gonna assume that was a parrot. Yeah, she's um taking a little nap, but. Um, what were, what were we talking about? We we're talking about uh, those videos and mm -hmm. um, s had a, just, just uh, uh, stirred up a huge debate online as to what is really going on. And like you're saying, somebody tried to say it was a cold bird. Um, what's really interesting is there's an interview that is coming out I'm going to be listening to, which is um, Mick West, who's a big debunker, and Lou Elizondo, who's a huge part of TTSA. And... Um, and then uh, has recently left to the Training Stars Academy and he's sort of on his own, uh, you know, pushing the message forward. And so mm -hmm. I'm interested to hear how Mick West's uh, interpretation of those videos and how that pairs with what Lou Elizondo knows and what uh, he speaks about. Because the big debate is, are, you know, are these artifacts? Are, you know, these pilots that are highly trained seeing what they're seeing? Is it mass delusion? I mean, the descriptions and reasons for these videos just continues to go on and on and on. So that's why I say we're still looking at it, right, Joe? Yep. One hundo. Uh, and what about, uh, I think it was it was uh, the Travel Channel that your guys' show was on, right? It's been, yeah, it's it on was, Discovery Plus now. Disco oh, yeah, because they're all under the same umbrella, right? Like, yes, that uh, Travel Channel, yeah. like 50 other channels <laughs> are all, all the same thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, has there been any new filming or has COVID kind of put that on hold? That's a good question. Um, we've had some opportunities come our way and COVID of course has like obliterated mm -hmm. the TV industry. Um, Derailed it pretty much into the wall. So, and I, 
think they're figuring out new ways of putting out content. And the thing that seems to be the big thing now is having a celebrity on your show with you seems to be sort of the direction. Like there is the Joe Os, is it not Joe Osborne? What's his name? Osborne's son. What's his name, Joe? Jack, Jack. Osborne. Jack Osborne. Well, they uh, started know, out doing, they were doing that. They were traveling and filming, but COVID derailed everything. So they do everything in their theater and talk on a couch. Yeah. And same with the new show. Like Ricky Fright Lake Club. <laughs> I remember Ricky Lake. I remember her. Yeah. So um, in terms of filming, we haven't had any, we haven't had any new filming recently. So. Uh, but other than, other than the research, uh, have, have you had any new sightings since since from why I ask is because right. I was I was looking at an article a few weeks ago that was talking about how current sightings may be aliens uh, observing the planet during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And Rich and I had interviewed a gentleman a, a couple weeks ago who said that the stars predicted the pandemic. So we're just trying to put these things That's together and see if these these universal signs that we're seeing have any kind of uh, relevance. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, yeah. I wonder if our future selves are witnessing that. I wonder if that's a big part of what we're seeing, you know, like Ubers of the future, go back in time and see the pandemic of 2020. Yeah. Uh, who knows? That's an interesting theory, though. I don't know if aliens. I don't know if if, if they're watching the pandemic or not. That's a good question. I would assume as scientific beings as I'd assume they'd be probably. But um, I think also too, um, being at home has slowed <laughs> the minds of a lot of people. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, kind of getting out of the daily rat race of, mm -hmm. okay, you know, we got to go, you know, we got to go to, you know, before school tutoring and school tutoring and, you know, I got to get the kids to soccer. I got to go get dinner, you know, um, and that keeps our minds preoccupied. And I think a lot of people are at home and they're noticing things that they otherwise wouldn't notice. So I think that the pandemic in a lot of ways has put people in a position to read things, think about things. Um, and I call it UFO realization as opposed to disclosure. I mean, it's people need to, you know, they're coming more to a realization of that they're actually real. And the news keeps putting out more and more news about it. So mm -hmm. anyway, to wrap that up, I think possibly. I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, people are getting more into themselves. A lot of people are finding themselves creatively, differently, and they think, you know, what about, you know, UFOs, aliens? Are they, are they real? And then they start digging into research and then they go, well, I believe one thing, but not the other thing. Screw it. I'm going to throw it up in the air and just see where it goes, you know? You, gotta, you guys got to, I'm sorry, I got like asthma real bad right now, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, at least you don't have a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> parrot and asthma, you'd be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You have toddlers. But well, then again, a parrot is like a permanent toddler in a way. So yeah, it's fucking like, your damn parrot jungle gym behind you and shit. I know, right? In my cat tree. But I also have um, <laughs> the Bob Lazar poster here. Boom. This, this is from Bob Lazar right here. Yeah. Bob Lazar lives down the street from me. <laughs> I know he Basically. does. Remember when we drove by his place? Just be like, is he there? Is yeah. he in the window? It's just a little that. office. It's just his office. But still. Yeah. Anyway, that's our story. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, my question, uh, I've got a couple questions. Like, if we were from the future visiting ourselves, I mean, right now we have the technology to like see things like, you know, I, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but there's this thing called the moon and we can use like, you know, uh, tubes or whatever the fuck they're called to look at the moon. And so like <laughs> our future selves, why would we get into cigar shaped objects and then go buy a Delta 747 and just be like, hey, catch on the flip side. That's my question. That's actually a very, very good question. I just hypothesize like, that's a whole other that's thing, right? Where we're dealing with like potential in, you know, near, near crashes in, in midair. I don't know about what that is, um, but I just think that why do UFOs like, why do they shoot off so quickly? Especially when people start actually they noticing really them. They get really excited. Or maybe they're saying, oh, they shit, turn we're from the future. shaped and they leave. Like, we're from the future. We're future. We better not let them see us shoot off. Uh, but it, uh, what are the, what, what do you guys think about these cylindrical UFOs? I mean, it just sounds like a rocket or it could be some kind of drone. Then that brings Hot into rocket. the question. And that brings in the question, if, if it is, if that's the case, why is the military operating such things in traffic space, you know, air traffic, mm -hmm. where there's human humans, you know, going from A to B. Um, and that brings up disinformation. Disinformation. Well, you know, that's, a, it's constant. What about uh, the, uh, the volcanoes in Mexico where the, the UFOs are flying in and out of them? Uh, has there well, been any know, more? Yeah. Has there been any more exploration of, uh, of that phenomenon? The, I don't know. It's hard when you start talking about volcanoes because uh, I don't know. I've never been to one. Uh, I'm not a volcanologist. Volcanologist? Vulcan, <laughs> I don't know what they're called. But, well, they uh, seem to love really just flying into them to just like for, for no willy reason. Nilly. Yeah. Uh, is, is, there base, nilly. is there a I base? Is there a base in there? Is there, is there a, an alien mall that they're all going to? What, why the fuck would you fly into a goddamn volcano? Keep that from oh, erupting? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, if you can track, you know, transverse space and avoid, you know, uh, collisions all along the way, I'm sure you could probably just swim in and out of lava just like you would water, I guess. You know, mm -hmm. you're, you're essentially protected in a space-time bubble. Um, now, let's talk about subterranean cryptos, which are beings underground, which is a whole kind of uh, interesting theory that's kind of actually starting to come out more. I've seen some articles mm -hmm. about it. But that goes yeah. way back. I, I mean, I remember fighting them in XCOM 2. <laughs> it goes back. Uh, is that a video game? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've only yeah, ever yeah, played Spider-Man video games. Yeah. I don't know what my problem is. XCOM's no, Spider-Man's in it. He's Excalibur. a <laughs> If, if Spider-Man's in it, I'll, definitely, I'm down. It, it's DLC. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's an extra it's an extra 19.99 but uh, oh that's okay i think like uh, talking speaking about cryptids it seems like most shows that are on the channels that you guys been on that I've, I've been on it's always either bigfoot or bigfoot do you think we're finally running that course where it's time to bring out a new cryptid from uh from mythology and try to bring it to the forefront as something else to look for than a giant hairy man in the woods a giant hairy man in the woods 
Okay. I, I can um, find plenty of those here in Florida. I mean, th there's a, really th th there's a gay nudist resort down the road. Oh, I could just go. Perhaps there. I should move to Florida. I, I can find um, I can find a hairy naked bear. <laughs> oh, really? Like a like a like a human bear? Yes, a human bear. But you couldn't really tell the difference between him and a Sasquatch, probably, because you know that's fine. They're very un have a okay. thing for Bigfoot anyway. Very unkempt. Well, no, but, it depends. Yes. If, it depends if one kills you or comes on to you. That's how you can right. tell. Well, you can kill me as long as you hold me after. That's what I say. Um, but <laughs> we started with Mothman, mm -hmm. right? It was kind of, have you guys seen the, <laughs> you're right, Joe? I'm not embarrassing you, right? Have you, if you guys oh. have seen the Mothman uh, documentary on, I think it's is it Prime Video. I tried to watch it. So yeah, Richard, I've seen Gere, a few. Richard Gere was great in it. It was a great documentary. <laughs> yes. By Richard Gere. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's, it's an interesting- <laughs> Some of the things that they say that the Mothman could be could be like a, a sandhill crane, which I have here in Florida, and they get they're huge. They can be about as tall as I am, and I'm six foot one, and they have these Jeez. giant red uh, spots on the side of their uh, their faces. So it could be understandable if you see one of those and you're from the north and you're not used to seeing it. I can understand thinking that's some kind of alien creature, but I. It, it's and an then, interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting cryptid, but I need to. It, there needs to be more meat to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Joe, do you remember that video we saw of that huge fruit bat? It was like four oh, feet shit. tall. Yeah, or something. Um, and I know there's owls and there's hawks that are like their wingspans like six feet or something like that. I'm my, mm. I don't know. I don't. There's know, people it. that see coconut crabs and think they're big ass spiders on the wall. It's just a <laughs> big ass crab. Yeah, the, the rumor of the puppies that are, are puppy sized spiders that come and they take villagers. That's a story. That's a scary. Maybe coconut it's coconut crab. crab. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, where, where are you guys located in California? <laughs> or I'm sorry. I'm near Sacramento. Okay. I'm in Klamath, Oregon. All right. Well, I am in Missouri, which uh, fortunately you guys are not in. But there is there's actually, <laughs> I've heard before, there's a thing called the Missouri Bug Whopper. I don't know if I've you've heard, heard of that. It. Yeah. I it's called not. the Missouri Bug Whopper, and it got its name from people would hear like, like, and they thought that somebody, they didn't know what the hell it was, and they go outside and they see all these smashed bugs. On their wall and like nobody's there. <laughs> what, what a weird. So these yeah. these bug are they just like a spontaneous bug? Is kamikaze right or, in the or... wall? No, <laughs> somebody's smashing them because it's like they're all pressed against the wall and they're calling it the Missouri bug whopper. Oh, okay. Like they're smushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're smushed exactly. It's like a, <clears throat> like a bigfoot. Uh, except he's helpful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a weird, uh, that's weird, but that's funny. I don't know. I, I'm just suggesting another one because, you know, in Missouri, that's the big one that <laughs> we have is the bug whopper. Are you, you're not shitting us, right? Like you're being for real. No, I'm in a car. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> There's no bug whopper. You're full of it. Okay. So you're calling my cryptids bullshit. <laughs> okay. I can't question no. your cryptids living you in the sea. With a, a King Triton or whatever, but I talk <laughs> about the Bug Whopper. Okay, Bug Whopper. I, okay, well, I'll take you on your word for that. 
Thank what you. a weird that's such a weird like cryptid that's i have to check into that that's definitely yeah. i don't even i don't think we have any in florida that i could think of because we got enough strangeness here but i'm i can't think of anyone ever saying that they saw something that wasn't a ufo or or a ghost or something i can't think of anyone that said anything about a creature that would be uh exclusive to florida I, we have bigfoot sightings i guess but they're so far and in between that like i said i mean you can mistake a hillbilly here for a for a bigfoot it's not right, common. Like, like there's no if i'm hearing you right like there's no landmark paranormal you like you know like roswell has the roswell crash and then mm-hmm. mothman is from new jersey or yes where is yeah. he from? yes oh and then you get the jersey devil we even talked about that <laughs> yeah the <laughs> I am interested in that because it's it, it's a, an amalgamation of like three things, right? It's it's got wings and hooves, and it's got like a face that's kind of a, a semi demonic donkey or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, please. I, I'd like to know more about the Jersey Devil because if something comes from Jersey and it's more horrifying than the people who live there, I do want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta check it out. All I know is I saw some stupid video. I swear these videos are getting worse on my, or better. They're getting for worse. Yeah. You know. Well, my—I've uh, got a question. Like, uh, you guys—you went to the Area Fifty-One thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Did you discover anything? We discovered some really interesting people. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was something you guys told me. You had a conversation with somebody else that was out there, another researcher who said, or no, he was a guy that worked supposedly worked at Area Fifty-One, and he said he no, had he, some info, but he couldn't. Of course, he couldn't tell you about it. Can't tell you. Yeah, talking about Rick Doty. You guys know this. Doty. Name, right? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Okay, he's a huge polarizing figure in the UFO paranormal world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rick has interesting stories. That's what I tell people. And you have to first of all, first of all, consider his background and the fact that he did indeed work uh, in the capacity he said. Um, but also when you're just talking to them and you're comparing similarities of ideas that you've kind of stumbled upon on your own, they seem to match. And so when you mm-hmm. talk, you go, you know, you get that awe moment from him, but then you're also at the same time going, is there really a Missouri bug smasher? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Whopper. Whopper. Oh yeah. The whopper. You just <laughs> fucked it up, bro. I bring, a, um, I bring a special guest on and then you, then you trounce all over his cryptid story. You guys, yeah, come on. I, I don't, I don't no, feel listen. at this point in time. Well, you know, you know, that's okay, but I'm just saying that's the kind of thing is it sounds ridiculous. But, but you know, that's why I was going, ah, oh, you're messing with me. Because it sounds ridiculous, um, but at the same time, you know, there's story, I assume, and backstory to that. But that's kind of when you're talking to somebody like Rick Goaty, just kind of going back to him. Those are the things you got to filter out. But um, he knows his stories. He knows his technology. He knows more than you would think somebody would otherwise know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't claim to be some contactee or something like that, which, um, you know, that kind of goes down a really other path. <laughs> have you, have yeah, you guys I'd interviewed like- contactees before? Um, or are I, you are you contactees? 
I don't think so, Joe. Are we? <laughs> you think it would be memorable? I mean, if it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I do. If I was a like contactee. Weird... I wouldn't be back here. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Well, there's. Oh man, the contactees. I'll tell you, they go so many different directions. They go the. Mm-hmm. We we have tried. Um, I've had people send in some really like out of this world kind of stuff and one lady sent me video of trees that we're looking at or you know just stuff like that so it's hard to find trees? somebody that yeah. trees <laughs> yeah she was just messaging us like pictures of trees where like the leaves were crossed over and she's like those are alien eyes you see them they watch me everywhere i go and she's in the video and um it makes it hard because uh you know there's a guy on Twitter now that is sharing pictures of dust as far as I'm concerned and you know that's what most ghost hunters do don't they <sighs> yeah I don't and let me ask you this since you I mean are you have you guys ever seen like a really good ghost video like I mean I saw that sir no face thing it was like sir no thanks uh to that documentary but what do you think of ghost videos I I used to be part of the uh the ghost hunters international thing like 20 years ago but yeah, through all the all the time that I spent taking photographs and 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 looking at the research, there was nothing ever that was that was convincing. There were things that were unexplainable, but nothing that I would say would make me go any further down the rabbit hole than I had already gone. Well, it, and if if I can interject, I mean, my experience. Uh, I am a practicing Scientologist, so I do believe that there are ghost aliens inside me, inside volcanoes, all over the joint. I got at least 104 ghost <laughs> aliens inside of me. So, when, I mean. When was your last e-meter reading, Rich? <laughs> I took one. It was off the charts, baby. <laughs> Did you have a high feet level? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm getting, I'm getting rid of all those motherfuckers. Yeah, they're <laughs> fingertips, too. There Rich, you need to move down here to Clearwater, where the uh, where the headquarters is. I don't oh. think I will. I don't think I will. Thank you. Uh, you, you I hear they're wanna... very nice around those parts. I do have I, I do have one question that to, to go back because when you were talking before about the UFOs uh, changing shape and uh, being like liquid or whatever, uh, remembering you're talking about them going under the sea. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> So if they're a fluid form, my question is, hypothetically, could you fuck a UFO? <laughs> Be a light and rip your dick off. It, um, well, it could, uh, but well, if it's more. liquid form and it likes you and you put on the right <laughs> moods, I'm saying you could get it in the mood for romance. <laughs> I guess you it would depend on hyper the... speed <laughs> in a space-time bubble. It could last yeah, forever. You, yeah, you'd be in a space-time bubble, so you'd be having sex forever with as the long as you want. UFO. And you can go in a volcano. It's great. In a volcano. <laughs> you can have yes, sex. Yes, we figured it all out. In a volcano. But <laughs> there's no risk you can eat a UFO, but having sex with a UFO is a much better question. Well, why, why, why not eat it after copulating with it then? Yeah, oh, that's funny. Just get I that protein, like protein t- back.
the time bubbles back. <laughs> Is that the Scientology? I'm sure really helps. Oh with yeah, this, uh... L. Ron Hubbard's ghost is floating all oh. around me, giving me hints. Oh, could, could you tell oh. him to stop taking over Clearwater because there were parts of it that were nice until they bought up everything. Can you imagine a man who has real estate all over the world, and in this bedroom he has all of his or they the Scientologists lay out his clothes because he may just appear one day in one of his houses that he has all over the world that are empty and ready and waiting for his return. I just wanted to tell it. I mean, there's nobody like that that I would want to know more about, you know. That's some interesting stuff. Have, have well, you yeah, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid that his ghost will appear on one of the Sea Org boats and just start throwing people into the bulkheads, just throwing people <laughs> off and be like, you're all shitty Scientologists, get the hell out of here. <laughs> my, my coat wasn't laid out right. <laughs> have, have you guys ever been around a scientologist center before like a like either in uh no but we grew up mormon <laughs> well a, oh, i'm, I'm sure that's got its own its own amount of baggage but yeah it, but if you ever like since i don't live that far from the the clearwater headquarters when i go down there to do whatever around whatever is left of regular clearwater those people are all walking around their suits all dressed up like they're in the navy and no matter what, they will just glare at you. You don't even have to Imagine be doing it's like anything. North just... Korea or something there. That's what I feel like. Yeah. It's, it's very similar. I've been to North Korea. <laughs> oh. What were you doing in North Korea? I, I spent a lot of time overseas. <laughs> North but Korea. There's, you... there's horrible. There, there's places where, where they know that you're an outsider and they'll treat you like the Scientologists will treat you like that because technically you are because they own that town. But yeah, like just like you're in a, if you're a foreigner somewhere where they don't particularly like Americans or like white people in general, you will get glared at and you will oh, make yeah. you'll be made to feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah, it, well, I'm, the reason I'm wearing sunglasses is because I'm actually glaring at all of you <laughs> being white people, <laughs> even if you're not. But I, no, I have to say, going back to the Mormonism really quick, sure. uh, in Kansas, didn't Joseph Smith find a couple of the magic plates there? No, it was upstate New York. It wasn't Kansas? Mm -mm. That's Dorothy. He traveled, he traveled to Kansas, though, didn't he? That's Dorothy. Dorothy did You're... not have a plate collection, sir. Girl, you oh, are no. getting your queens mixed up. You got to get those... <laughs> He was in jail in Kansas, right? I think so. But he yeah, found he the place in something. The Lord and Savior of Mormon culture broke out of jail with his like friend or brother or something, and they shot brother. 13 people and they shot and then they got <laughs> shot to death. What is that Jebediah Slapfield? <laughs> no. I this think you're confusing your fictions. Yeah. You got I'm your queen's topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. You should have kept the beard, Rich. It would have slowed you down a little bit. Oh, did you have a beard? I kind of shaved mine. He, he, had, like he, had quite, he, he had quite the beard. He looked very much like John Goodman in um, The Big oh. Lebowski. Awesome. Oh, That's a good look. And no failure. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you go fuck yourselves. <laughs> oh, oh well. You did that it again, bro. 
Oh wait, he really left. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We that's on. That's on me. Straight. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have pushed Rich too far. Sometimes that happens. It's a little unstable, but. <laughs> That's okay. Joe's been known to just leave a fucking interview right in the middle of it. So I get it. <laughs> so, All the time. I've had conversations with him about it. I'm like, bro, you can't just be like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, we got to end. We begin together. We end together. So, I'll end you real quick. <laughs> what's, uh, what is next on the horizon for you guys since... I, pretty much what I'm what I'm figuring is all TV and all entertainment media is pretty much going to have to reboot itself to yep. get back on track, and, and I'm sure that applies to you guys as well. So, what are the plans from here? We're going to do our own. We're going to do some of our own filming. Okay. That's what we're going to do as as safely and as possible. You know, mm-hmm. just hand sanitizer, masks, everything. You know, it just could be him and I. Yeah. So you know, there's no crew, no nothing. We're just going to do our own thing. Yeah, until you know. Um, you know, uh, dig deeper. Been, we've been in the TV thing like since late 2016, early 2017. Mm-hmm. And so it's been, while we've had like one TV special, it's been so much more than that. And so, mm-hmm. kind of in a way, like 2020 was like a forced break for everyone. It's kind of nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you're, you know, when you're looking forward to what the next step is, you know, it holds things up. But uh, so we're going to go to Roswell because there's a very interesting theory we want to explore more about what happened there and it has nothing to do with aliens. <laughs> it's a very interesting. I don't know if you know who Ryan Sprague is from somewhere in the skies. Um, he uh, was in Roswell and he spoke with somebody and I'm crediting this of course to Ryan. It was, he's the one that brought it up, but it's really mm-hmm. that the, this local Rose, uh, Ro- Roswell resident said to him, you know what really happened, right? And he said, well, no. And, and he said, um, they were using children in high altitude <laughs> weather experiments and uh, that they crashed and then that was what it was that everybody saw. And apparently I've looked into this and there's some <clears throat> other sort of similar stories about that, but I had never heard that about Roswell. So we just want to go back. We're going to go back to um, a couple of people we're, we're, we're going to interview. We're going to go back to um, the UFO Museum. We're hoping to maybe, if we can, depending this summer would be great because there's also just tons of people that come from all around the world, you know, mm-hmm. to Roswell in July. So it's just yeah. an opportunity to, we like to meet people. Mm-hmm. So like if you look, if you watch Storming Area 51, you know, we, we went and just talked to people You know, that was all just on what happens when we talk, you know, we have a good time. We find things in common and extrapolate on ideas and, then you get to start meeting people. I'm sure you know this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you, you've probably got people everywhere just from like paranormal. You could, you know, uh, bounce ideas off of and all that good stuff. So we're just doing some more of that. Yeah. <coughs> Definitely uh, <clears throat> UFO shows out of all the, the paranormal shows are usually the most interesting because you have to deal with, you can only deal with people. It, you can have some footage of some things floating, flying in the sky, but it's mostly mostly all around people's experiences. You know, mm-hmm. uh, funny enough, Travel Channel kind of cut me off from media access after they sent me a, a review screener for one of their shows, one of their ghost hunting shows, and nothing happened. And the entirety of my review was nothing happened. And then <laughs> they just cut me off altogether. It was like, yeah. I... 
I can't talk something up. Nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> so yeah, they well, we get that because um, it's got to be mysterious. You know, mm-hmm. that's important, and um, and you know, it's hard to be person watching and you're seeing people extrapolate some little grain that moved across the screen into mm-hmm. you know it gets tiring after a while so i get that um travel channel they're interesting they're good they're good to us they always take care mm-hmm. of us and thank god for the opportunity they gave us you know mm-hmm. but yes. uh i get the frustration and also too with the networks just changing and consolidating and um now yeah you know, because of everything they're you know production or not uh, businesses they're just now conglomerating in one and so it's like Disney Plus, Discovery, Travel Channel, and Sci-Fi One or something. You know, does that make sense? It's every everything's and everything's going to have a subscription service. So I wouldn't be surprised oh, yeah. if pretty soon you have Trap or Discovery Plus as its own thing, where you pay thirty dollars and you get five hundred channels yes. of. I just had an idea. What if we could take all these networks' TV shows? stream them into just one box in your house and you pay one monthly fee and you get all the channels and it even comes with internet what a concept uh we could call it cable we could call it um i mean there's so many ways we could take these subscription services and consolidate them yeah but then you got commercials and Ads. that's true you gotta that's deal true. with you gotta deal with fox news and cnn being on there oh, wasting yeah. my time <laughs> I, I, I haven't paid i haven't paid for cable in i think 10 years so basically what i watch mm-hmm. is whatever screeners i get for movies and youtube that's that's it <laughs> nothing nothing yeah, puts more of a strain on a marriage than than only watching youtube with your wife oh, that's what I, we do I, <laughs> Is it? I have a friend, and they all they do is YouTube. That's it, and they game, and that's that's it. That's their entertainment. Well, if um, someone likes if someone likes period dramas and cooking shows, YouTube's not the place for that shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But um, so if if you're gonna if you're gonna do your own show, uh, what platform are you gonna put it on? Are you gonna do YouTube, or is it gonna be Twitch, or how how are you gonna market it to people? Um, actually, what we're doing is um. So I, I work in TV. This is not a lot of people know that, but I work in casting and and um, I, uh, casting production, and I work in TV show development, mm-hmm. conceptualized sort of stuff. So um, you know, I have we've been in talks with some people, and so what we're going to do is finish an idea that we started by filming uh, some more stuff in Roswell. And so basically, it's not. I don't know if it's going to go out on the internet. Um, or if it's going to be more of an in-house sort of deal so that we can get, um, mm-hmm. you know, some uh, attention about what we're going to do in terms of our future on television. And if it's not, it's okay. You know, we mm-hmm. continue to do our thing. But I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Um, um, yeah, that's exactly what we're probably going to we're going to do. Um, just the the content we're, we're going to try to get is is more truthful we're going to try to dig in every which way i know everybody's dug they can but it's not going to be like it's it just says just truthful uh truthful pretty much facts if we can get the facts right mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're really good at relating to people when we're around them yeah. and um 
some interviewers, they tend to approach it as an interview. Mm-hmm. And so people yeah. automatically go in that sort of defensive mode about they're being interviewed. And we don't do that. We just start talking about whatever and kind of let that conversation, you know, allow them to let their wall down, relax a little bit, laugh at us, talk about stuff. And then hopefully we can get into something interesting and see those responses rather than just going, okay, so we're set up an interview and tell me about, you know, it just automatically puts people on a defensive and they automatically start to go into a story mode as opposed to kind of wandering. They're trying, to, they're trying to remember like the main parts and they can't and they leave it out. They're like, oh, that was important. Yeah. I'm just going to keep it to myself. Yeah. You go, I so, wish you would have said that when we were recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how it goes. And I'm guessing the the overhead would probably be pretty low for a, sh- for a show mm-hmm. like that. So it's I'm guessing it would be easier to pitch. I Yeah. yeah. I, I think Netflix yeah. has a serious deficiency in, in paranormal shows Dude. right now, but... I've worked yeah. with Netflix before. I've worked with a and I, I can understand if you don't want to approach each or either of those. <laughs> I was always thinking about A&E, but um, I still think there's more to do with travel and Discovery Plus right now. Because mm-hmm. that, okay. that's, that's, that's the people mm-hmm. we're talking to and we still have. Yep. But also, I, I work with a, I work also, well, I work in network television, so I actually don't work in cable television. So the, mm-hmm. the people that I know are all network, like ABC and Time Warner and, you know, like big network TV people. But, you know, the the UFO wave has sort of slowed a little bit, um, mm. especially since Tom DeLonge's To the Stars Academy fell apart uh, in terms of their UFO arm. Like they're a Lego doing, brick. <laughs> they're still doing like entertainment. But I don't care about Poet Anderson books. I just don't. I, you know, if you're, you know, we want to know more about what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. something's going to spark the public's interest but i don't know what that's going to be oh it's, it's going to, to be have... it's going to be the senate intelligence committee release and report on the culmination of all sort of agencies information on ufos it had they had a 180 day deadline as of this this last year this year so that's coming any day that is going to be probably the biggest dump of a collection of the diff, you know CIA, FBI, you know different branches of the military. The idea is to synchronize sort of this um, process of identifying UFOs because there there isn't one mm-hmm. uh, until mm-hmm. just what 2019. They sort of established a way to report and track UFOs, but um, this will be interesting for the public to get a hopefully sort of unified view of what the government overall is seeing or thinking but of course there's a stipulation in that of course that there can be redacted information from the public yeah you can get deemed... a phone book that's nothing but black lines for exactly yeah this so we don't paragraph. know there's actually <laughs> debate on are we going to be disappointed or are we is there going to be a bombshell is there going to be i don't know, I don't know. Uh, yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't anticipate a bombshell from the government i no nothing nothing that would be life-changing that would threaten the stability of people's lives or the status quo i doubt that would happen but any information that could be used to better catalog whatever is going on regardless of what it is would be very helpful especially people like me that have a very analytical mind i want to know is there is there a process or is there a very can i put it in a goddamn spreadsheet <laughs> yes yeah, right. look at it <laughs> Well, so if, too, I, if I, I can't mean, do that, I don't want to do it at all. <laughs> if the Navy isn't able to identify camera aberrations mm-hmm. and simple sort of issues, 
um, which is what sort of the people say about the, the videos we've seen is that there, you know, some, oh, you know, uh, you know, the gimbal video has some kind of parallax effect and whatnot. And um, I forgot what I was saying because Joe disappeared and it <laughs> got my mind off track. What were we talking about? Sorry. I, had, um, I was on a roll. I was on a roll. I had something great to say. Uh, <laughs> I forgot now. <laughs> it's not a big deal. But um, for for now, for people that Squirrel. want to, for, for exactly. people that want to see your guys' work and uh, see uh, some of the older shows, where can where can they go now to see that? Or is there is there a big directory of things that they can look at? Sure, you can go to realufobros.com. We have, you know, the past articles and interviews that we've done. It does need to be updated, but um, also we're at Real UFO Bros on all things social media. We have a pretty, you know, thriving. We're very responsive on Twitter and on, and on Instagram as well. We like to banter and have fun with people. Mm -hmm. So it's not just look at this UFO video tweet or, ooh, there's this anomalous light. We, you know, we, we talk to people and have fun and banter and, you know, that's how we do our thing. So if you guys want to chat with us, by all means, our YouTube mm -hmm. is lacking in subscribers. So if you want to go there, but we've got interviews with Rick Doty on our podcast, which is the probe cast. Uh, recently we we've interviewed Rick Doty and Nick Pope. Um, mm -hmm. We actually interviewed Mick West. We've got some mm -hmm. other interviews still that we're putting up. So um, make sure to check those, you know, those out for sure. Yep. They're coming out. Mm -mm -mm. All right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I apologize for uh, for Rich's little little outburst there. I wasn't expecting him to uh, to be to be a little bitch, but right. was he really being a bitch or was he being silly? I can't I, tell. I I haven't heard back from him since he uh, since he rage quit. So I think he's having an issue. But oh, good job, Emmett. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's great internet stuff. But to him. Uh, I was having a great time with him. I just thought we were having fun. So hopefully he's not in a bad mood. Uh, I'll find out soon though, but thank you guys I hope very I didn't much. offend his Scientology beliefs. Yes, I know uh, that those were very... I'm sure they were legitimate <laughs> and he was being sincere. So, Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you, gentlemen. You guys have a good night. And I hope we talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.